This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's Friday, and we're all locked in our houses. Nobody can leave. Don't touch each other. I feel like somehow by Zooming with my cohorts, I'm somehow spreading this digitally like Guys, my computer gets viruses all the time. What if my computer gets coronavirus? Oh, no. This is the overtime. That's Riley Gates. He's sitting in his parents' bedroom. It's very homey. Uh, you will ever be my forever thing. I can't breathe the sign behind you. You will forever be my always. always. That's it. That's it. It's a very nice thing. Uh, underneath that sign... There's a possibility Riley Gates was conceived. No, not no, possible. You went Didn't there. live here. Yeah. You went there. Yep. This bedroom wasn't it's a okay. thing back then. But the sign might be 30 years old. I don't think mm-hmm. so. But anyhow, nope. uh, Tim Fitzgerald at home, Zach Carlson at his home, Riley Gates currently hunkering down in Beloit with his family until he can get back to Manhattan. This is the Overtime Podcast sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. It's your Friday fun podcast. You ask us, we answer. Doesn't matter what it's about. I actually like it not to be about K-State sports. I would like the Overtime to conquer the world so that everyone out there can just find fun and happiness in the overtime podcast, and it not be about K State sports. I'd like to put in fart sound effects. But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? I like to put in all kinds of stuff, um, but it's just about making you smile. And fellas, don't we all need to smile right now? After all, yeah. By the summer, we're all going to be zombies eating each other. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. There's no, folks, there's no scientific evidence that you will turn into a zombie and want to eat each other. Stupid Facebook stuff. Yet. Yet. <laughs> that's, that's the second phase. This is the overtime. We're not in the WTC Gig Powered Studios. I wish I had WTC Gig Power at my house. They're three blocks away, and I can't get them to come up the easement to... Make me zoom around the internet at light speeds. But maybe, maybe, guys, 
if I publicly shame WTC, it'll happen. Or they'll turn off our internet at the I don't, office. Yeah, I don't think you should publicly shame any sponsors. Oh, that's a good idea. Although, I can't tell you what to do anymore. I don't work for you. Yay! Whoopee! I would like to extend my heartfelt thanks to the fridge for selling things that sanitize me for many, many years. They didn't just start selling the high-proof alcohol now because of the coronavirus. They've done it for years. Sanitize yourself inside and out. If you like alcohol, love the fridge. I don't know how you buy it right now, but by golly, there's a will, there's a way. Socially distance yourself, except when it comes to alcohol. He's right, you know. <laughs> that's that's a that's a read right there. That's it. That's the ad. That's the whole thing. Let's get going with the question from Wabash Station. I don't know how long this will be, but we will do it like we always do it via Zoom this time. From KNED, getting us started. What should be Riley's screen name? on his GPC burner account that allows him to troll without getting in trouble with the national bosses. <laughs> oh man. I actually have legitimately considered this to be honest with you. They have changed my username. I'm no longer GPC. I'm just Riley Gates. It's actually what I wanted from day one, but, but they I, told us we had to have GPC in our names. But Josh was like, Oh, you and your dad are the same. We need to differentiate you. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Um, ah, man. That's a good question. So are you just Riley Um, Gates, like, one word? It's it's got a space. That's like when Alan and all those get on the boards and they recruiting stories just spaced out. There was no other Riley Gates on the network. If there had been a Riley Gates on the network, would we have said, hey, this Riley Gates is more important to you. You're now Anon seven nine six four three two seven. I that's what I should do. I should just get an Anon account. Nah, <laughs> we'd hate you. Fitz would change it. I'd change then it. Find out it's you. We can call him Senor Piñata. I am hmm. now accepting. I'm now accepting suggestions for my uh, username to to talk smack behind. But the thing is, you're going to have to message me. Per, uh, personally in the inboxes or you're gonna have to tag me in a post on wabash because i'm not gonna be sitting on wabash as much as i usually do i can't i don't have the time to but if you tag me i'll get the notification so just at riley gates and i'll get your notification i think a good burner account name for you would be marcus hates me that's so true but the point of a burner account is so nobody knows who you are uh, but Marcus hates a lot of people. Marcus hates That's fair. the world. That's fair. People think That's Marcus fair. is only 69. Oh, nice. yeah. Nice. 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 Okay, moving on. From KNED. The Chiefs won Super Bowl 54 just seven weeks ago. How far away does it actually feel? No doubt. That, I mean, sure. It feels like it's been a month since we were in Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament. I know. I know. And wrap your mind around this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this past weekend would have only been the first and second rounds of the NCAA tournament. 
they would be getting ready to start the Sweet 16. Right, on Thursday. Thir- Thursday, right? Yeah, so yeah. they would have started, so, as we're sitting here Friday, they'd be in the Sweet 16 right now. And it feels like the the Final Four should be over. Mm-hmm. That last week was so long. Be, not because on the time scale it felt long. So much happened. It made it feel like yeah. so long ago because, you know, I mean, people are. You just wake up every day and something else was canceled. Yeah. Or something else happened. I, I really resent people who take their information that we now know and act like they knew it two weeks ago. No, no. I As of Tuesday, we thought the, the Big 12 tournament of last week was still going to go on. Wednesday, I'm driving to a game that was still attended by fans. Oh, man, and then Thursday, scary. the world shut down. As we all did that, now it's we're less than two weeks out of that. I mean, we're a week and a half as we're taping this on Tuesday. That was Wednesday. It's been two weeks ago. It's incredible how ah, things are moving so fast. I saw someone tweet today. They were like, you remember two weeks ago when we all made fun of the Ivy League tournament for canceling? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, dude. Everything's been insane since then. Yeah. I would out. like I would like to go back to normal so I can rack up a big bar tab at the bars. That's, That's all idea. I want to do. I, I like a man who aspires to those type of things. I, On the bright side and the downside of things, once this is all over, everywhere is going to be packed. Every restaurant's going to have a two-hour wait. You think so? Every well, bar. Restaurants. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I agree with restaurants and bars because once things open back up, you're – your generation, and I would have been the same way. Younger people will flock out to it. But I do wonder about ballparks. I mean. I think that first one will be sold out. Yeah. I think that the first games they play are going to be behind closed doors, at least for a month. Yeah. Basketball, hockey, baseball, soccer. I think that. And I think that it might, they might even return to play before technical lockdowns or you know, lifted or suggested. I think that they'll say, yeah, you guys can probably play sports now, but probably shouldn't have any fans and just kind of give at some point the people are going to need entertainment before we go crazy. Yeah. That is a real concern of mine that people are going to go stir crazy. And, um, as long as the supply continues, as long as the internet and streaming services and cable all run, we've got things to pass our time. But if any of that's cut off, Man, I worry about what happens to society. I really do. And luckily for me, I can build a fortress of toilet paper and hide behind it. And if you shoot me, Cottonelle will just knock it down and say, no, we're toilet paper. We're a wall of toilet paper, and I'll be safe. I think you're a coward. The Big Three tournament is still on, like, next month or less than a month, I think. So that's the three on three. I don't know. Yeah. I find it hard to believe they'll play basketball. I really do. They said they're going to play no it without fans. Well, I know, but, but basketball is such an easy way to, as we found out to share the virus. Cause you're in such yeah. close contact baseball. Not so much football. Golf, definitely not that golf. That golf thing freaks me out. And I understand it's the, that's why I was shocked. The support, you know, the people that put it on the television, you know, you got to understand there'll be a production trailer with people packed in it to get it done. So I get that. I understand that. But, man, golf is like the perfect pandemic sport. You don't have to be yeah. near anyone. 
You don't. You don't even have. You don't technically have to have a caddy. I mean, someone has to get your clubs up and down. But I think I think it'd make it entertaining if the caddy was in full protective gear. <laughs> Just wearing a hazmat. Suit. Yeah, a hazmat suit that's out there carrying clubs. Maybe we let them let them have the little pole cart thing, like it's the <laughs> local club, like you, like you're at the Boy Club. I like it. Can we cards. get can we get Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson, like like from the Black Friday a couple of years ago? Just every day for the next three months, just they play okay, around in Vegas for money. nine million dollars every day. So Zach, I found the uh, we're so off topic now. I found the <laughs> uh, Marble Olympics guy. Yeah, uh, that actually does the sand races, and he's got like Marble One, like Formula One racing. He's yeah, got this... Marble Marble One. <laughs> this guy's incredible. I mean, I I was impressed that he carved out these intricate courses. I mean, the one from 2019, maybe it was 20. It's like 300 meters plus long, going downhill in the sand, intricate bumps and turns and highway splits and it's incredible marble races marble races and it's compelling it's fun to watch i'm telling you that guy that guy not getting outside and setting up his marble races and doing it daily right now he's missing out because people would watch it and vegas if he put the contenders in there and what slotting they're going to be vegas would put up odds i'm dead serious If that guy would get on it, and then it would be incredible. It'd be well. There was gambling odds for Shark Tank last week. Prop bets on that. Yeah. Will this person take a deal? See, the problem with that is Shark Tank isn't live. Is this so? Someone knows the answers. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. that. I mean, and technically, marble racing would be taped, but I mean, he could do like a live finish line for. You know, just to let everyone know how it happened. I mean, wrestling's predetermined, maybe live. I know it's not going to be live for WrestleMania, but they put odds on that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. know. All I know is I was uh, not impressed with the Marble Olympics. I was impressed with, I love the sand racing. The sand racing is amazing. Uh, But uh, the Formula One thing, it's like this guy has this giant Lego slash... Um, you know, old matchbox racing, matchbox racing course in his basement or a production. Tinker studio. toys. It's unbelievable the equipment this guy has to, to race marbles and how freaking bored I am that I loved it. That is so sad. It's awesome. The mar- and the marbles are shiny. Also from Knet here, did you find a favorite coronavirus meme? Oh, yeah. There's been so many it's good amazing. ones in that. I saw that thread at Wabash the other day. Um, the one, and it took over uh, the one last night. It was the Friends one. I, I know you guys don't really watch Friends, so it's not as funny to you. But uh, it's a scene in the episode of Friends where Phoebe is trying to teach Joey how to speak French. And so, and he can't get the sentence. Like, she says a sentence, he literally cannot repeat it. So she's like, all right, let's break it down syllable by syllable. And they just, they like, they go back and forth, back and forth. And she goes, okay, you've said all the syllables. Now say the thing as a whole. And he just blatantly wrong. I think it was Pickles that posted it. I'm sorry if it wasn't him. It says, so they're going back and forth. It's stay, stay, the bleep. I can't use that word. Stay, the bleep, 
home, home, stay the bleep home, pick in the park. <laughs> that was, that one was my favorite one. I think pickles posted the one of plague Inc and it had the bubble. And it was like, what is this doing here? <laughs> you pop it, And that's what helps spread the virus. Yeah. There was another one I saw. It was a video of, uh, it was friends again. It was the theme song, but it was cut up with all of them all alone in their own houses and apartments. <laughs> it's like, they're just like sitting there. It was great. I, uh, of course the, this one I saw early on, I posted in that thread. It's a picture of the cure, my favorite band when I was in college, I'm no expert on COVID-19, but this is the cure. I loved it. Cause it's actually is the cure. It's, it's Robert Smith and his weird hair. Oh, another pickles one. The other one that I also liked, uh, he's man, he had some good ones. I think he's, I think we know what he's doing during the quarantine. Just looking at memes. That's awesome. It's from the office, the episode where one of the girls is trying to flirt with Jim, but he's married. So she like comes into his room and he's watching a Miami heat game. And she goes, is this March madness? I love March madness. He goes, Oh no, it's not March madness. Cause it's not March. Well, this one says, Oh no, it's, it's not March madness. Cause it's uh canceled. <laughs> So true. Good job, Pickles. Good this job. This wasn't You've a meme. Well. It wasn't a meme, but I saw it on TikTok. It was a Zoom meeting with like 12 different people. And this girl, she decides to pick up her laptop because she needed to go to the bathroom. So she was going to like stay in on it. But she didn't turn her mic or camera off. And everyone's like, like, just like looking at the shock of everybody's faces as like, what's happening. And like, nobody's saying anything. Cause someone else is talking, but then like, she realizes and like, just like leaves the meeting. And one of the guys is like, I saw nothing. <laughs> 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 they were just like, they were just shook at what happened. So yeah, be careful when you need to, when you're on a meeting and you need to use the bathroom. Next question from, from Ricky Ticky Tavi. Talk about the weirdest dream you've ever had. And oh. do you have any reoccurring dreams? Oh, you know, uh, one time I was in a dream. Me. One time I was in a dream and the killer from the movie scream was in it, but instead of stabbing me, he shot me and I legit woke up with the stomach pain, dude. That was wild. I don't know what it was. Also bothered that he had a gun because that's not fair. That's no, not how the movie goes. That changes the game. And then last night, uh, actually, I just told somebody about this this morning. I had a dream that it was my senior year of high school again, state golf tournament. I remember the entire, like, playing. Like, we played the round. I dreamt that. I dreamt that we had, after the round, an obstacle course. <laughs> that we had to good addition. 100 for $100,000, I was a, I, I dreamt through all of this. And then right as we got to the part where we figure out who won both the tournament and the obstacle course, I woke up. I am sad. Very sad. Nice. Nice. Zach, anything you ever... I included this question because I thought I could think of a dream I've had that's, yeah. like, weird. Like, I definitely have a ton of weird dreams. Really, I should keep a dream journal. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any recurring dreams either. Like I've never had the same dream twice, but like the, the dream I always remember is like I was a kid and like this robber, like came into our house, like two different times, just like, like he'd come in kind of like a little leprechaun and just like leave. But like, he was like evil. He wasn't like laughing and like short, like he was a normal sized guy. Um, but like the third time he comes down to the basement, I'm actually sitting like right here where it happened, but he comes down, pulls out a gun and just shoots me dead. And I woke up and yeah, I was scared of people breaking in the house for uh, quite some time after that. 
What made him a leprechaun if he's a normal sized no, person though? No, I'm not saying he was a leprechaun. I'm saying like he'd pop in and out, like, you know, like, just like, why is there a robber? <laughs> not make a laugh or anything, but like he came in like, like he shoots me on the third time he's in the house. What was he doing the other two times? You're just screwing around. <laughs> Get to it. Had me oh all freaked God. out. And then he like, it was so evil. Like if I was going to kill somebody like that and break into their house, like break in twice and then do the job. Like, I mean, props to him, I guess. What a weird, you know. I'm 55 years old. I've stopped dreaming. I have no dreams. I have no hopes. I have no, I, I still have some dreams, but honestly, uh, I wake up so often to pee, the dreams never get fully developed. And when I do have dreams, they're so bizarre. I think at some point in my life, someone slipped me acid and this is like the after effects of it. I know this, this is going to get deep. It's going to get serious. As a child, I had two reoccurring dreams. The first was that I fell out of an airplane and that I was just falling. So I have a fear of falling. Like I would literally be falling and falling and falling and I'd finally see a body of water and I'm trying to cut through the air to get to the body of water to maybe I can land in the water. Thank goodness I never hit the ground in my dreams because I think that means you die. The other one was, and this is really deep, is I had a reoccurring dream of being trapped on a submarine with explosions and water coming in. Whoa. And I, I, to this day, I don't think it was a dream. I think it was a previous life thing, like a memory from a previous life. I really believe that because it was so intricate. And why would a kid have that dream? I don't remember watching submarine movies as a child or anything. I don't remember anything like that. But I'd have this intricate dream about being on a submarine, there's explosions and water coming in, and I'm about to drown. And that's why you're into Woo. World War II. Could be. Maybe I was in World War II, and I don't know it. It could be. I, I just, <laughs> you're just uh, like watching the highlights, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Getting back to it, I don't. I have a fear of falling. I have... Uh, Fear of not being able to escape. Like, it's not really, I'm not claustrophobic, like in an elevator or anything. But even if I'm in like a bar and I get packed into a corner, like people, I'm at a table and people start standing around me and I can't get up or I can't get to the door, I kind of freak a little bit. Uh, and I also don't like being underwater. All of those things go right back to a childhood that was otherwise uh, pristine and wonderful. And I'm still screwed up from dreams, from dreams. Were they dreams or they were memories of another life? Okay, you're freaking me out. Mm. Mm. Odd. Of course it was odd. It's me. From Tiki Tavi again, removing Kansas State, so eliminating them from the Big 12. What is your favorite team from every conference that you would include into the Big 12 and why? So just power fives. Just just, power yeah, fives. just do power fives. So like who would you take from the Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, ACC to replace K-State with? Oh. So oh, if K-State was out. We're not yeah, just K-State's out. K-State's out. This is how I read the question. That's how I – it's not a great the way The way I question, were, but – the way I understood it was he was just saying, who's your favorite team in every conference and you can't pick K-State in the Big 12? That's oh, what I thought he asked, too. Maybe. I don't know. Let's well, just, this, uh, the way I did it sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's probably going to be the same answer. Regardless. Right. 
We're right. just not going to have a Big 12. Okay, age. who's your favorite Pac-12 school? Um, Oregon State. Oregon State? Beavers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, that's good. Zach, you got a favorite uh, Pac-12? I think it's the color scheme and the mascot. Beavers. That's dope. <laughs> You're dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado. Really? Ooh. Yeah, flipping stoner. That's hey. what you're going with is Colorado. But why? Because easy access to weed. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that Utah might be the only Pac-12 school that you can't get weed. So Fitting. Maybe the Arizona schools. Fitting. I would probably pick uh, um, Arizona State just because the thought of Riley being able to go to the bars in Tempe again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, but oh, I'd, yeah. I'd really love to have USC. I mean, you, I, I, but I, I love USC too. You're going to find a trend in my non, um, my non K State schools. Hold on. Yeah, that was not good. In my, you. <laughs> thank you. In my non K State schools, because it's going to be the ones that have advantages that K State doesn't. Like if I had to pick another Big Twelve school, I'd pick Texas. Wouldn't it be fun to be a fan of the school that gets whatever it wants? It yeah. just has its way in life. Absolutely. It's just so easy. Or from my professional standpoint, wouldn't it be fun to do the kind of coverage we do for K-State, but for Texas and imagine how many subscribers you would have? Yeah. Uh, yes, very much so. That's that's something that I thought about a lot over the last few years. Okay. <laughs> Big 12. Or, excuse uh, me, uh, Big 10. Um. Honestly, man, Northwestern. Yeah. And I know it feels like the cop out because like, oh, purple Wildcats. But I like Pat's, Pat Fitzgerald a lot. Thank you. I like Chicago. Yeah. Um, you have no relation to Pat Fitzgerald. That's my dad's name, but go ahead. So, <laughs> and I don't know. It's always easy to cheer for the teams that like aren't the dominant teams that think they're so great. So like I hate Ohio state and Michigan. I hate them both so much. I hate Wisconsin because they always indicate state's runs in the tournament. It felt like Northwestern doesn't have that much success. So when they have success, it's easy to cheer for them. So Northwestern. Okay. Zach. Iowa. Really? Iowa city seems cool. You have some interesting takes on this. This is not, yeah, that I wouldn't pick Iowa at all. Cause it's Iowa. Um, you know, Iowa just not is not committed to winter or summer. It's just kind of it. It sucks. I don't know. I'm sorry. He I, just wants Poncheros more than once a year. Yeah, that's probably yeah that's probably about that. By the way, I talked to my Iowa contact who said it sucks. So I'm just putting that out there. Well, no, nope. they're wrong. Yeah. Where do they like to get their burritos then? I don't know. I didn't ask him that. Probably go to Kidoba or I Chipotle. Had, I had all the information I needed when he told me Ponchero sucks, and I just moved on. I didn't need more information from him. I knew you guys were wrong at that point. Sounds uh, like he doesn't like a tortilla made right in front of him. Mm, who doesn't, though? I wish I had someone doing it right here, but six feet away. Um, Bad intel. Probably because my family is rooted in this. Uh, Northwestern, my, both my cousins went there. My dad went there. Uh, we've got some family history there. But again, I don't want to be the little guy. I don't want to trade in K-State to be in the same or worse circumstance. So I'm going to go with my other family tracking into Michigan because I'm convinced I want to be a fan of the big guy. The the big guy. I'm Michigan. 
They'll never be left out of conference expansion or realignment. That's true. That is true. Northwestern, <clears throat> maybe. Okay, uh, ACC. Duke. Of course. Of course. Easy. Of course. That was really easy. Jack? Uh, Clemson or Virginia Tech? Interesting. Those would be my picks. I'm going to go with Florida State um, because it's Florida. And it says state. <laughs> That's a terrible answer. I, I just—it's in Florida, man. Be nice. The spear. That's the Florida you burn on. Yeah, That's I could have gone. Could have gone with Miami, but let's let's be honest. Miami feels a lot cooler than I am. No, wait, that's the SEC. You know, Miami feels like I'd be there and I'd be the guy like, "Hey, fellas, how's everyone doing? What are we listening to? Is this Spanish music? What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Are we getting tattoos? What are we doing?" I I feel like Frank, Mar- Frank Martin would come on. on you in Miami. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Fitz, I got a Cuban place for you to go to. I would. I would. As long as I don't have to eat plantains, which I don't want to talk about. It. It's horrible. You don't like plantains? I don't. Oh. I've only had them a couple times in like a Spanish class in elementary school, but I always thought they were delicious. Yeah, well, the ones I've had it were not. They're just It's a weird thing. It's a weird, weird thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get to the big one, the SEC. Uh, this is a tough question, except my answer became very clear today. My answer is Ole Miss because oh. Ole Miss first and foremost does not care about anything. They get in trouble. They're like, nah, yeah, you got us Our bad. And then they continue to just do the thing that they got in trouble for. I kind of respect it to be honest with you. Like, Hey, let's see how many times we can get away with it. I love, absolutely love the fact that they hired Lane Kiffin. That is amazing to me. But today they cemented themselves as my favorite SEC team because they are asking people in this time of panic (laughs) to change their last will and testimony to give all of their money to the University of Ole Miss. And that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Like they're trying to profit from the virus? Yes. Oh, yes. And that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it's so stupid that I love it. So I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Wow. That's I'm going to go with Florida. That's a good choice. Florida's That's a, my Florida pick. That's pretty good. Probably a better Florida pick than mine, but I knew the SEC I was going to pick Tennessee. Um, so I just dig Tennessee. I, I love the state of Tennessee. It feels like. The colors. Uh, oh, and the, it's my favorite shade of orange, that kind of sherbet orange. I don't know how to describe it. I love that shade of orange. Should have picked Vanderbilt. Like, I could get into Vanderbilt or be part of Vanderbilt? No, so you could live in Nashville, Nashville. buddy. I know, but I feel like Vanderbilt and I would not get along. Not get along. Yeah. Because you like sports and don't like them sucking? That, and I feel like Vanderbilt is kind of, what what am I, they fancy themselves, (laughs) more dog barking, they fancy themselves like the Ivy League, and they think they're elite, and they're kind of stuck up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's fair. Probably, but I love ten of the state of Tennessee. Knoxville's badass. Smoky Mountains. I'm in. I'm in. In fact, I'm moving right now. 
Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Next question is from The Ginth. What shows on Netflix or other streaming sites are you watching right now? Uh, I'm Honestly, dude, I haven't watched a lot of TV and stuff. Um, we're always watching The Office, so I'm not going to act like that's new. Um, you're watching some old tournament games. Uh, survivor is still on that's good if you're on netflix i would suggest go and watching that mark Wahlberg post malone movie um uh spencer confidential or something i forget i think that's the name of it it's not like a great movie but it's not the worst movie i've ever seen and it's it's kind of interesting it, you would like it fits it's kind of a conspiracy driven thing Ooh. boston p the boston pd uh with a big you know undercover plan so You'd like it. Spencer Confidential, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've watched a lot of stuff. I'm not going to – I can't think of any series right now that I've would that i watched since it's all started. That's so, a, yeah, you got to watch that. I've just been kind of finishing off things, keeping up with shows I'm watching. Um, I did watch yesterday when I had some time. A movie popped up on um, Amazon – and it's an Australian movie about the Vietnam War involving Australian and New Zealand troops called Danger Close. And it was really pretty good. It was really a pretty good war movie. It's from 2019. It's recent. I thought, hey, those Aussies make a decent movie, even though their world's upside down. Their toilets go backwards. Um, I'm getting ready to invest a whole bunch of time into The Wire. I've never watched The Wire Everyone says it might be the best television show ever made. It was, you know, HBO long ago. Um, and it's now all five seasons are on Amazon. So I'm going to dig into The Wire and see if it's what it's all about. But, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of things I'm watching. I, I mean, I'm watching an epic series called War of the Worlds, which is a new take on it. It's kind of a cool take on that story. But I've got a lot of things out there. I don't know. But I, lately, no. I mean, last season of The Ranch kind of sucked. If you haven't watched The Ranch, it's worth watching. If you're not easily offended, 
go go watch the ranch on Netflix. It's a good laugh. Watch a lot of documentaries, mostly depressing. But yeah. Zach just watches TikTok all day. No, I've actually got some things here to say. Good. Um, yeah. On uh, Netflix, I've been watching uh, the second season of Formula One Drive to Survive. Just kind of it recaps the last season, behind the scenes stuff. I think it's interesting. Uh, it's not all just recapping races. It's mostly, you know, it's covering the drivers, you know, kind of the characters, the team principles, so forth. Um, kind of what goes on there. Um, and then what I've started watching came out on Friday. This documentary series is incredible. It is amazing. Tiger King with Joe exotic. I was just looking like, at that. Oh, you've got to watch it. It's so good. It's so crazy. You think, you know, like if you watch the trailer, you think that's, what's going to happen. There are so many twists and side plots and just like, it's unbelievable how, trashy but thrilling just the whole storyline is all of these different like they follow this one guy named joe exotic but there's like two other guys well a guy and a girl that run different parks and it just kind of talks about all of them like the one of the side plots is this one lady had her husband killed and fed to the tigers allegedly this guy's body is missing you don't know where it is everybody knows they think that she killed her husband, fed him to her tigers to make him disappear, but never proved it. Like it, she was never charged or anything. She was one of the only suspects, but they don't have any evidence. Well, there'd be but bones. That's just the, there'd be that's bones. Just this, well, I guess I think the other guy said that if someone, if you fed something to a tiger, like if you feed tur- turkeys to a tiger, there will be no bones left behind in their poop. Like it, their stomach is so acidic that it'll disintegrate anything. Hmm. Allegedly. I need a tiger. But Oh, this, like the fact that that's not even the main plot. That's just a side plot. Yeah. I mean, the preview is amazing. Like what, what is going on here? But I just, I found it interesting because I remember as a kid, we stopped at a rest stop, I think in Paul's Valley, which is just North of where Winniewood is, which is where the park is. So, and they had like a baby liger there for one of these like little petting sessions. We didn't do it. We were just watching. We were going to pay a bunch of money. I mean, that's how they make their money. It's kind of ridiculous. But I remember seeing that and then saw the documentary. I'm like, that's Oklahoma. I've definitely, we've definitely driven by it or at least seen something from that. So kind of local, if you're familiar with, if you've driven from anywhere between here and Texas on I-35, you've probably seen the billboards for it, but Man, I've got two episodes left. It's so good. Okay. Is that it? You got more, that's, don't you? Come on. Me. I mean, I've started watching some 30 for 30s. Like, I watched the uh, Joey Chestnut Kobayashi one, or I've started it. I still need to finish it, but trying to watch, catch up on some of those. But cool. Letter Kenny on Hulu, you know, other shows. Yeah, like we that. got. See, because of that package, I've got more streaming services than I need. Because I have Hulu, and I really haven't watched Hulu. Like, we haven't watched. What's the big Hulu show um, uh, about the women? Handmaiden's Tale. Is that it? I have no idea. Yeah, it's like a famous one. Anyhow, we haven't even started that. We've got, we're keeping that in our back pocket. But, yeah, I'm not short of, uh, even though we cut our cable, we still have, you know, all the stuff through YouTube TV, but. Netflix and Disney Plus and 
Hulu, Amazon, and of course CBS All Access because we're part of the CBS 24-7 Sports Network. And if you're a full-paying subscriber, not on a deal, you too can have a free CBS All Access Pass. So I watched Picard. Hello, nerds. It's a little disappointing for a Star Trek. Moving on, King Jim asks... King Jim 77 asks, sorry to misidentify you. If you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. Can I say politics? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> sick of it, guys. I'm really, really, um, really sick of it. Disinvent one thing. Going back to my previous answer about dreams, probably submarines. Why do we need that? Why do we need to be submarine? We could we can get places on the surface. We can send little robots down to look underneath there. You can go scuba diving to touch stuff. You can get Tyler Dryling to take you down and then hire you for his TV show. <laughs> you can do all that stuff without having a submarine. What's the purpose of a submarine? To blow things up and to drown people. That's it. That's it. Okay, sure, you can go deep sea exploring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that with robots. You don't need to physically be there in the submarine. Submarine. You're under the water. No, hard pass. Don't need it. And plus, I still think there's probably a few Nazi U-boats still out there looking around for things to sink. Just don't, you know, the guys are like 95 years old on this, this boat. Could I disinvent speed limits lower than 70 miles per hour? That's that's nice. Well, you mean on highways, not like going. Yeah, down I don't want you going eighty. Yeah, no, eighty down the driveway. Yeah, that's not that's not necessarily what I want, but I do want like when I go home to Beloit, it's like it's sixty five the whole way, and I'm like, does this really need to be sixty five? Like, I could bump it up a little bit. I would disinvent the impossible whopper, so I don't have to ever have that <laughs> thought of th- that. That's fair. Yucky texture, weird taste in my mouth again. Can I disinvent something that's been disadvented? Well, technically, it should work, right? Like a double negative. Okay. What? So uh, I would bring back the Concorde. That should not have been disinvented. Supersonic air travel. Yeah. Why? They sh- it one crashed and they just shut it down? Well, I mean, it was already... That was kind of the nail in the coffin to that. It was more just... It was so expensive for how little benefit... It had other than saying, "Oh, look, we can fly fast." It wasn't really cost effective as subsonic, but yeah, it just—it's cool to think I can be in London in three hours from right now. You know, that's not possible anymore. That—that is weird to think about. That we had the technology to fly people at supersonic speeds to get there really fast, and we just stopped. Yeah, sad. Sad. I think they should be able to reinvent that at a more cost-effective manner. Seems like technology, because that was like 1970s technology, right? Yeah, 60s. 60s, 70s? I mean, it was like basically the space race, you know, getting to the moon, supersonic air travel was pretty much the same timeline Mm -hmm. as far as inventing goes. I want it back. I want to invent being able to just go through a portal and be wherever you want. Like just walk to Miami, just leave my house. And then in five seconds, I'm in Miami walking out of a portal. That's what I want. And then we don't have germs. I would never cook. (laughs) I'd just come home every night. Mom would cook for me. I'd go home. That's so very, very sad. 
Oh, that's a good idea. I'd probably go to like restaurants around the world, but you just go home to Beloit. That's cool. Well, guess I'll give up forever. <laughs> that's the spirit. I'd go to Eskimo Joe's <laughs> every day. Where you been, Eskimo Joe's? Wow, that's just weird. Do you use your time, your ability to, to portal to different locations just to it's go to Stillwater rough. or Beloit over and over and over? It's just odd. <laughs> From Adam K sixty three, what habit have you changed after the restrictions due to coronavirus? Can't go to the gym anymore. So, where do you work out? That sucks. Yeah, I bite my cuticles, hangnails, and I really, this has finally got me to, every time I put my hands up towards my face, I kind of think about it. Even though I'm not leaving the house, you know, you don't know what has come into the house. Mm -hmm. Now I run outside every day. I don't like it. I'm a lot more, I'm not saying I never wash my hands with soap, but like there would be times where you would just like. Do the pass through. I don't know, you just rinse them off. But now it's like very conscious. Which is good. So, yeah. I haven't really changed much. I stay at home. <laughs> you stay at home and you're on your computer and you watch TikTok. There's a consistency about you, pandemic or not. And play Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> I go out to eat less. But mostly just because do. I'm mostly because I'm more lazy than I am trying to avoid anything. I am trying to avoid it a little bit. I just miss my friends. I mean, I'm friends with a lot of Aggieville bar owners and people and i just miss seeing those people and i i hurt for them because a lot of people are really struggling to make ends meet right now last question of the podcast from seton hall survivor what is the worst smell you have ever experienced oh my god for me this is traumatic moment in my life i used to have a badass 76 camaro that was my high school car it was not practical in any way. You couldn't use it really in the snow because it was big engine, rear wheel drive. It just wasn't ideal. But it was a sweet, sweet ride to have when you're in high school. Got places fast. But as you were also kind of in a confined space, my friend Kevin, who I won't mention his last name, farted inside my car uh, as we were going up my driveway. I used to have a really steep, long driveway, and then we'd go in and I'd pull in the back. By the time I could get the car in park and get out, I was vomiting. It was that bad. He hotboxed me in my own car. I, uh, uh, I. Jeez. It was traumatic. It's been with me now. Let's see, it's probably like 17. We're talking 38 years of trauma Kevin inflicted on me with, by hotboxing me with one of his farts. I don't know what he got into. Now, was that too much information? Probably the first time that I smelled someone smoking weed. Yeah, I'm not a big and that's, of smell. And that's because it really caught me off guard because it kind of smells like a skunk, but it's not. And I was just really disturbed by what it was. Like now I can pick it up. You know, like I'm aware of what the smell is. We all went to college. But the first time I ever smelled it, I was like, dude, what in God's name? Yeah. That's off the top of my head. That's my biggest thing with weed. I don't understand pe- how people enjoy it just from a smell standpoint. I think it's just awful. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Todd. Mine was when I had to clean a toilet at the pool a few years ago. Oh. And this is the worst thing I've ever had to clean. Um, it was a toilet. It was clogged. But it was clogged to the brim. And 
it was a layer and you don't really find out it's layered until you're cleaning it out. Like there was no plunger that was going to clean this toilet. We had to glove up and pull out stuff out of this toilet and put it into a red biohazard bag. Oh no. Are you still there Fitz? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, it looked like you froze. Like you were, I I had to lean back and, uh, Anyway, the contents of this toilet, it was like a sandwich. It was puke on top. Uh, and then and then it was very liquidy stool. Uh, and then it was more puke uh, underneath. It took oh an uh, it took like more than 30 minutes to clean uh, and remove everything out of this toilet cuz then at the like it was indeed clogged with toilet paper in it. It was the nastiest thing I have ever had to do. And, like, and the smell, it's both poop and vomit at the same time. But like the worst of each of those smells, and that's what it is. I would have quit. I wouldn't have done it. I would have quit. I'm dead serious. I would have quit that job on the spot. It took him a while, but he did. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you for not mentioning me and those answers at any point. Uh, wow. Well, that's it for the podcast. That's a hell of a way to end the overtime. But somehow, a giant metaphor for the overtime podcast. That's it. Thank you to the fridge. Thank you to WTC. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you, boys, for joining me via Zoom. This is Fitz. Make sure you listen to the Life of Fitz podcast because I need love. You've been listening to the Power Cat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. Hey, it's Fitz, and if you don't know who I am, here's a quick bio. Veteran sports journalist who writes, does TV, radio, and is a longtime podcaster. Also, I have stage 4 prostate cancer, so my doctors advise me to stay home during these COVID-19 concerns. So what am I doing with my time? I'm calling some of the many friends, athletes, coaches, and colleagues who have been part of my life during more than 30 years in journalism. Oh, and I'm hitting the record button. I'm Tim Fitzgerald, and welcome to my life and the Life of Fitz podcast. Subscribe to the Life of Fitz podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And it's not like I can make you. I'm locked up in my house.